This talk was given at Insight Meditation South Bay. For more information and a schedule of our events, visit the Insight Meditation South Bay website at www.imsb.org. For information about online programs, visit the Bodhi Courses website at www.bodhicourses.org. Bodhi is spelled B-O-D-H-I. So welcome once again. We are in this series of teachings on the Ten Perfections. Tonight I will be speaking about the perfection of patience. Have any of you ever wished for greater patience, either in yourself or others? I see a few nodding heads. It's very interesting that the quality of patience is considered to be a worthwhile trait to develop. So let's think for a minute, why is that? Why is patience valued? If we look at it closely, I think the reason it is, val- is, it is a valued human characteristic is apparent. Because the ways that impatience gets expressed leads to harm, ill will, pain, and suffering. Have you found that to be true? Even though we know logically that getting angry over something or someone hurts us, often that knowledge in itself is not sufficient for us to pull back from the brink, the brink of expressing anger, frustration, irritation. So we fall into the abyss of reactivity over and over. Even in the animal world, we see what we might call patience being demonstrated. A mother animal will patiently feed her babies or wait for them to feed before she feeds herself. An animal of prey patiently waits for just the right moment to strike. Of course, these examples are strongly tied to survival, but perhaps patience for humans is also more closely tied to survival than we think. Does behaving patiently increase your sense of well-being or increase your feeling of agitation. I think there are practical things we can do to view patience and impatience in ways that increase and strengthen our patience muscles and decrease and stop feeding our tendency toward impatience. So let's explore some of the... Uh, ways that patience can be expressed in different forms. 
and bring out different perspectives. One example that occurs to me is um, more of a cultural um, emphasis. Years ago, when I worked as a legal assistant in several law firms in Palo Alto, one thing I learned about the legal profession is that you have to be really patient because it takes so long to resolve many issues. Many civil cases went on for years, and I'm sure there are other professions that are similar where the results of one's efforts are sometimes never known. For example, I had a friend who was a geology professor at San Francisco State. He loved his work and that field and especially enjoyed teaching students. He said one of the most gratifying experiences he had was when former students would come back years later and tell him how they are now using the work that they did with him in their professional life, the things that he taught them make a difference now. There are many other ways that we could find where patience is required to see the result of some investment of ourselves. Probably any profession or work situation is more pleasant when there is an atmosphere of patience. I'm sure you've all had that experience, either being in an atmosphere where patience is valued or where impatience is demonstrated. A humanitarian way that we could look at patience is that we tend to have more patience for children, people with disabilities, older people, people who are ill, And the list goes on from there. In each of these cases, we find a way in our mind to make allowances for them. Children are still learning and need more guidance. People with disabilities often have no control over how much assistance and understanding their limitation requires of others. With older people and someone who is ill, We recognize we will be in that situation someday. And of course, the religions of the world remind us of the virtue of patience. The patience of Job. Perhaps you have known a prominent figure in the world that seems to embody patience. What do you make of that quality in that person? What thoughts do you have about that person and this quality that they demonstrate and seem to live? Do unto unto others what you would have others do unto you. Patience is clearly embedded in the Buddha's teachings. It shows up in the Ten Perfections, which this series is about. It is also one of the six perfections, along with concentration, wisdom, perseverance, generosity, ethical discipline, and patience. The dictionary describes patience as calm tolerance, persevering, 
diligent. Some synonyms are equanimity and imperturbability. These are not dissimilar from the Buddhist use of the word patience. The Buddhist teachings sometimes refer to the near and far enemies of equality. For example, the near enemy of compassion is pity. The far enemy is cruelty. So what might be the near enemy of patience? Something that feels as if we are being patient, but in actuality we are being condescending or indifferent. It's apparent that the far enemy of patience is resentment or anger. So what about impatience? We could go on endlessly about the circumstances that prompt an impatient reaction in us and could find many people who would agree with us. However, it's probably not useful for our purposes here to belabor those points. As Philip Moffat states in his book, Dancing with Life, we must know the ouch of being impatient, that constriction and discomfort in the body and mind. If we look closely, we see that both patience and impatience are embodied experiences. We know them in our bodies. We can feel when patience is present. We know in the body and the mind when impatience is present. Mindfulness practice requires us to know our experience directly in the body and mind. In the four foundations of mindfulness, we work with feelings and perception. We recognize their presence for what they are. Thoughts, body sensations, mental states. What comes up for you when someone or something requires you to be patient? No doubt it is situational. Some things are easy to be patient with, others impossible. What's the difference? What is the mind state that arises when impatience takes over? It's probably a cluster of uncomfortable sensations in the body followed by a flood of thoughts in the mind. Can you feel and sit with that discomfort when it's present? This is when the reptile brain kicks in and says something like, danger, danger, threat, get out of here. Or get rid of it. I don't like it. What have you noticed during, during any large or small situation 
where you were more patient than usual? How did you feel afterwards? We go through a process in the development of patience. What can offer us some useful perspective on being more patient? In one sense, we need to reach a point of maturity within ourselves where we can embrace the reality that impatience and its expression are not worth the negative imprint it makes on our minds, bodies, and hearts. Perhaps we've had a humbling situation arise in our lives where we realize how difficult it is to always be kind and patient so we are able to give other people more space for their humanness. We see ourselves in their actions and experience. Or perhaps we recognize that some of the things we react to are so trivial and inconsequential, it's not worth getting bummed out about. We learn to value a peaceful mind more than a stressed out mind. Can we come to the place where we actually make patience a practice to be valued. The first place we need to bring patience to is for our own minds when they are stuck in craving for something to be different than it is. That craving is what Buddhism addresses head on. It's the second noble truth and the cause of our suffering. We start with small moments to get grounded in the insight, in the connection that it's my own mind that is making this moment intolerable. It's my own mind that is making this moment intolerable. And then it's useful to remind myself, what is it that I want? I value and I want a calm, patient mind. Patience, tolerance, and kindness are close allies. Using mindfulness, we notice when the signs of stress start creeping in, perhaps loss of sleep, many different changes going on at one time in our lives, upsets on different fronts. The resilience cells of our brain are frayed and stretched too thin. These circumstances may lead to being more impatient or reactive. We recognize our patterns more quickly and remember kindness.
can I be patient with my meditation practice when it does not meet my expectation? Can I still persevere patiently and see what evolves? Developing inner calm and steadiness requires patience. We perfect any skill through practice and coming to know its characteristics deeply in our experience. We can call on the wisdom of the Buddha with reminders for our patience practice. So here are a few. All things are impermanent. The things of this world will never bring me ultimate happiness. Don't cling to things that make you unhappy. Craving for things and people to be different than they are is holding on to unrealistic hopes. The things that happen out there are not personal to me. It's the way of samsara. May I not resist things as they are. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. You can make your own reminder list, perhaps as a flashcard or post-it note, and work with one phrase that reminds you of your goal, your value of patience. Pausing for a moment before responding to any difficult situation is a patient's practice. May I be with my body, my thoughts, my feelings right now. So I'd like to do a brief guided practice right now. Take a deep breath. Relax the body. Relax the mind. And 
reflect for a moment on a situation, something recent, if at all possible, where you were patient. You may have felt some rumblings of annoyance or irritation, but you did not give expression to it. You did not lash out or become defensive. In that moment, you chose to be patient. A conscious choice. You chose not to feed that habit of reactivity. So allow the experience of patience to be fully present. Breathing in patience, breathing out patience. And notice if there is a calming to the mind that comes. We must remember from time to time the qualities that we value. We must engage with them at appropriate times. So thank you for that reflection. I'd like to make a few final points about patience. What can we conclude from our exploration of patience? Patience is not inactivity or simply the ability to wait. It is not passive. It's how we behave while we are waiting and how we respond after the event. Patience is not giving in to reactivity. It is something more than an intention or resolve. We must work with it diligently in small and big ways. I have found on a number of occasions that 
waiting for the right moment, being patient, not speaking, voicing an opinion, or taking immediate action can lead to very surprising results. Things turn out better than I could have planned or thought about when there is space for other causes and conditions to come into play. As we have heard many times in Buddhist teachings, renunciation or relinquishment, letting go, is the antidote for craving. Joseph Goldstein says, Liberation is about cutting or dissolving or letting go of or seeing through the attachment to anything. When we engage patience, we are applying soothing medicine to the mind that has been infected with the disease of impatience. Impatience is giving in to craving, conceit, attachment, and a sense of self. This practice with patience will help us uproot these defilements as we walk the spiritual path toward liberation. We cultivate a different way of being in the world. True patience is contentment. May I know contentment fully. I would like to share a couple of thoughts on patience. Um, This is from The Issue at Hand by Gil Fransdahl. One form of patience is acceptance of truth. This means the willingness to see deeply without resistance the truth of the moment and the truth of the deeper levels of reality. The ultimate perfection of patience does not come from endurance or a re-evaluation of a situation. Rather, it comes from the absence of our habitual, automatic triggers and reactive hooks to the challenges of life. Fully mature patience is effortless. There's a story from the Samyutta Nikaya that tells of an angry man who insulted the Buddha. The Buddha simply asked the man if people ever visited him in his home. Surprised at the change of topic, the man answered yes. The Buddha then asked if he ever offered to feed his guests. When the man replied yes again, The Buddha asked what would happen if they refused to accept the food. Who would the food belong to then? The man said that, of course, it would still belong to him. The Buddha then calmly, and I imagine kindly, said, 
In the same way, I do not accept your insults. They remain with you. These wise words from the Buddha can be a guiding factor for our practice. And I would like to close with just a few phrases from a guide to the Bodhisattva way of life, uh, Shantideva. On the perfection of patience, the ability not to get angry. Even if I fall into extreme adversity, I should not disrupt my happiness. When there is frustration, nothing is agreeable and virtue is forsaken. If there is a remedy, then what is the use of frustration? If there is no remedy, then what is the use of frustration? Happiness is obtained with great difficulty, whereas suffering occurs easily. Only through suffering is there release from the cycle of existence. Therefore, mind be strong. May I know contentment fully. Thank you for your attention tonight. And I hope you will carry with you some reflection, some exploration of the value of perfection of patience in your life. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.